Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day and welcome to Club Prairie Fire, the home of tequila, Tabasco, and the Bazbolic system. That's right, folks. As far as we Aussies can tell, that wily old Fox Jim Maxwell was 100% correct. Baz Bollocks was in full swing in India, and it was a thing of beauty. A 434-run victory for an Indian side missing arguably its three best cricketers. Now, don't worry. We will be getting into this one very, very deep today. But before we do, we also uh, need to mention what else is on the Club Prairie Fire menu today. There's a history-making win for New Zealand over South Africa. A really big one there. No asterisks is needed. Um, all guns blazing. An absolute shellacking by the Aussie women over in South, uh, against South Africa over there in Perth. Amazing for the Aussie women there. And a day out for the Sutherland siblings. And an unfortunate record for everyone's favourite husband and wife cricketing combo. We will get into all of that. Now, hey, let's bring in our, uh, well, the other three wonderful people that star on this podcast. Welcoming the captain of the cold plunge. It's Michael Vaughan, the Master of the Midday Tequila, it's Adam Gilchrist, and the doyen of the dating apps, it's Ollie Silverton. Welcome, gents. Hey, all. How are you? G'day. Morning, morning. It's uh, it's 6.30am in the UK. It's a bit dark, it's wet, uh, but it's been a great week. It's been one of the great weeks of uh, English cricket, so can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. Do you think, do you think the sun will rise today there? Forney, or do you think it'll just stay hidden away in England? Absolutely. It's uh, all positive in the UK. England have got India exactly where they want them. <laughs> I think that's the beauty of it. Yeah, g'day all. Uh, and Vaughan, you might notice I took a, a little ice bath uh, for a test run in the backyard this morning. Yeah, I saw that. You've got, the, you've got the plastic system, haven't you? You've got those uh, little blow-up one. Yeah, I think, Ollie's, I, think, I think Ollie's got a blow at one, but it's not an ice bath. <laughs> it's a, he's big in the plastics, uh, all, but um, it's a, that's for another podcast. But um, yeah, yeah, it didn't quite retain the coolness uh, that I might have liked. Yeah, hovered up around sort of eight, nine degrees. Couldn't get it down to that five that we like and get the benefit from. But no, you're right, Vaughn. It's, it's it is good to watch uh, a team that plans so well and is prepared to go about it in stealth-like manner and not let anyone know 
one, what they're up to, or certainly talk about it in public and to see them, see it all come to fruition and just teeing it up. They, as you say, they've literally got them in the squirrel grip, haven't they? They are, mm. and they won't, they won't let go. England won't let yeah, go now. They've got in, in, India by the balls. Yeah, I mean, it was close. Um, you know, it was only, it, it was only 434. And, and, and when you add into that, obviously, they had uh, no luck with the reviews and uh, DRS is cheating. And it's obviously um, <laughs> been completely fixed that every time it hits England's pads, it hits the top of Lake Stump. Um, yeah. If you take, obviously, the cheating of the DRS, just a bit of tongue-in-cheek, India, don't worry. Um, <laughs> I think England would have won that. I think England would have won that test match. Yeah. Do you think Zach Crawley had 434 runs in him? Well, he wouldn't have got 434. He'd probably got 290. Yeah. Uh, mm. And someone like Tommy Hartley would have got 85, yeah. and that would have been England over the line. No, you did right. Hey, we're going to get real deep into the Baz Bollocking, but let's just – Oh, do you want to run us some uh, socials and sponsor updates real quick before we really interrogate yeah, Vaughny? I do. We'll get through them. Uh, at Club Prairie Fire, obviously, on all socials. Um uh, maybe a bit of Vaughn's never said I'm just tongue in cheek there to the Indian fans, but because he, maybe he's copped a bit over the last week saying, <laughs> "Well, um, there were a few little bits." Stokes was the greatest, got some love. Um, people have gone back to the Hodgie episode where Hodgie laughed at us, uh, us England being the best team, and Vaughn correcting Hodgie. That got some love. Gilly got a lot of love. He said, "If Gilly says folks is the best, then folks is the best." That was about 25 comments saying Gilly knows what he's talking about. There, but there were a couple DMs which stood out which you guys wouldn't have seen. Um, now, my my favorite, and this guy, um, he messages us maybe too much, but it's very kind. His name's Aditya, it's godfather.edits. He makes reels of players, and he's done an amazing reel of Gilly's highlights. And he sa- says, I hope you guys can show him this. I love him, that's why I'm making it new Gilly tribute. I replied, Do you have a Michael Vaughan reel? He says, Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Sadly, it's mainly Mark Scothic <laughs> and Andrew Strauss, and it's called the English Trio. But Vaughn, does feature at the top of it. <laughs> so That's I will okay. send that to you. But um, that was great. And the last one was from Arun, who messaged yesterday saying, can I have your logo? And I said, absolutely. Um, but tell me why first. He said, I represent Cluj Cricket Club in Romania. We love the show so much. It's going to be our team logo. We're going to wear it around Europe in the comp. And it's where Pavel Florin, the famous European cricket legend played from. So we now seem to sponsor a team in Romania. Wait wait a minute, Ollie. So so this logo here is Mm -hmm. going to be their team badge. Yeah, or on the other side of the chest. On the yeah, on the on the other side, I believe. But he said, Yeah, we can't get sponsors, but we're telling C we're getting CPF to every corner of the world we travel with the Kluge Cricket Club. Oh, this is breaking news for the pod. I think yeah, this is so, where we go. This, thanks, this Aaron. is this is the the, the proper kickstart. This is SpaceX. This, yeah. Uh, well, this is everything that you elaborated on last week, Vaughny. Where remember, I gave my mate's little coffee business a plug, and we decided that yeah. rather than rather than us inherit sponsors or take any on board, let's start promoting everyone else. So let's let's yeah. say indeed maybe start sponsoring other people. Uh, a la Cluj Career Club. Let's let's give it a roll of the dice and see where we can get to. Why don't we be the only podcast in the world that um, actually we lose money because we have to pay for everything? (laughs) (laughs) I think the idea idea in podcasts is for the people on the podcast to earn a crust. (laughs) Right. Well, let's break the mould. 
we, yeah. we already have. <laughs> here's, here's the good news uh, for all of us and for this Romanian cricket team. The licensing fee for our logo is only $25,000 US dollars. So um, <laughs> as soon as they cough that up, then I'm sure we'll give them the logo and uh, then they can... What's that the, should get us to Brian Lara's party. I've done all the maths. We just need 25 large US. What's, what's the currency of Romania? Oh, is it the drachma? It? Yeah, I think it's something like the drachma. How many drachmas in 25 US? Yeah, I know so it's the Leu, Leu, L-E-U, Liu, and it's subdivided right. to 100 Leu, yeah. bannings. Yeah, okay. Right. One, oh, it's exactly you, one. You, you, three to one, the ratio. Oh, Ollie, can you do some research? Um, what about, a, do you think we'll go down well on a tour of Romania? I think we will. Is there, is there some, what, are the, what are the big towns in Romania that we could go and, you know, Bucharest. You know, go, go, go on tour? Like yeah. Bucharest, good place. I think we could Clues. go to, isn't Transylvania? Is that Romania? Oh, yeah. Pretty sure that's where, isn't that where Dracula lives? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tim, Tim, can you check that out? Yeah. Timisara as well. Transylvania, yeah. This is a good tour. This is getting yes. all right. Get legs. What, what yeah. kind of temperature? What, what, what's the best time to go? I mean, I don't want it to be too cold. I mean, do they get the sunshine in Romania? Oh, definitely. Um, in spring, the thermometer rises to 10 Celsius. It reaches 26 in July and August. However, people oh, say the funny. best time is, between, is May and September. Um, oh, it looks and it's very affordable, which is good. Um, so, yeah. There you go. I think you can. I think you can go skiing in Romania, can't you? There's some ski slopes. Yep. Yeah. Maybe we'll go skiing. Well, we can definitely jump into some cold lakes for you, Vaughny. I reckon yeah. they'll be down around the minus ten for you. You can do some skiing over there, Ollie, if you know what I mean. Ollie, <laughs> <laughs> on that front, have you got a little update for the boys? You gave me a little bit of news today. There's a little something happening tonight. I thought that was going to be the end of the show. Um, I don't know why oh, I, felt I jumped like, ahead. I normally keep it secret, but it seems like I think I feel like I need your approval. I've got my first date. I'm going to say in seven months after this tonight. Real, yeah, genuine, genuine date. Oh, this is good. Yeah, right. Yeah. This is good. Look at Gilly's face. How surprised he is. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have, and I, I'll give you some more context for it because, because you're going to ask. Name's mm. Mad. I have asked her for approval for this. Um, she listened to the episode last week to get context. Um, her name's Madeline Maddie. Mad's from Ads. She's from Adelaide. She's a member at the Adelaide Oval. Likes cricket, um, and so that gets a sign off from Prof. She likes cricket. She knew what a prairie fire was, but had said we're doing it wrong. You're meant to have a pineapple wedge afterwards, which she did on the recent holiday in South Africa, and she has an ice bath or goes every day. So, I mean... Oh, my goodness me. Oh, she's, she's, she's good. She's and just, 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 just to clarify, have you, have you you've met her yet? Because I, I'm seeing on um, Instagram in particular that there are, there's quite a lot of um, accounts these days that are AI. <laughs> uh, yeah, she might be a bot. Oh, you yeah, sure? she's a human trick. being. Oh, think, you got to, and we've done this before. You got to get her to pick out the traffic lights. Yeah. Okay. I will do that. Yeah. <laughs> she right. can't, when you're walking with her, she can't yeah. see the traffic lights. All right. I'll tick every box on the screen that's, that's right. got a car in it or a, that's right. or a bridge. Yeah. 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 Well, we have a friend. So I have done some digging. I think she's real, but she, I think she might be using me because she messaged just saying, how many dates do I have to go on with you to get a hat? 
So I'm going to throw that to oh, you. Genuinely, oh, genuinely oh, he asked that. So what's the number? Wow. No, I, I don't think it's the dates. It's kind of the basis that you get to. We've got to decide upon the base. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I can't wait to let you know how it goes next week. Well, what's your approach going to be, Al? What, on, on, what first date, what happens these days on a first date? I tried to go to uh, book a trivia night because, as you know, I love my quiz and trivia, but it was booked out Wednesday at the Foresters. So we're actually, um, she's booked um, drinks, maybe dinner if it goes well, if I survive more than half an hour, just at the local, actually. So um, I think, again, she wants us to meet Barry Manlow because she's heard about him, you know, yeah. or her. What's your... Yeah. What's your trivia team name when there's just the two of you? Have you got something special? Um, no, like I know, trivia I Newton John or yeah, yeah. Um, you... No, I haven't actually thought of that yet. I, we'll have to combine a Madden Ollie. There's a few classics that are rolled out, but I like something more original. You know, Quislamic extremists, all the all the usual um, ones. But yeah, we'll we'll come up with something. Just call it. I I think oh, you should try and steam into that quiz and get a, get a team. Uh, and just on the back of the week, I think you should call your team Jizzball. <laughs> quiz, quiz ball, Jizzball. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. Hey, just guys, sorry to, sorry to change direction again. Just backtracking, recircling around. I just had a look. Cluj Career Club, I think their last game, they knocked over the might of Warsaw Career Club. So it gets a um, yeah, Seventeen over gone. match. Uh, unfortunately, our man Pavel Florin knocked over second seed by Farhad Shaquille. Uh, that good player. name. Yeah, um, yeah, but they they got up for the win, so they're they're a, they're a bunch of winners. So I think we should we should go. We should did, what, did Aaron Gilly, Kumar just get from the run? scorecard, Gil? Mm. Sorry, go on, Ollie. Just did our man Aaron Kumar get any runs for Cluj that game? That's the one who's been in touch and wants the logo. Aaron Kumar. He's the captain. Uh, he did not he did not bat, but he is captain. He's got the asterisks. Let's see whether he And he did not bowl. So he's obviously a very good captain. Yeah, he's a good player. <laughs> we might nickname him Mike Brearley. Let's go with yeah. that. But, yeah, Brearley. Um, uh, Gilly, can you tell from the scorecard that you know the kind of cricket that this team plays? Because obviously we don't want to be uh Back in a team that plays dull, boring cricket, we need a you know a buzzball <laughs> yeah. in Romania. Well, mate, uh, seventeen over match. I'm not sure whether that was due to wet weather or um, late night the night before or whatever it was. But uh, our boys, the Cluj, the Triple Cs, they went at mm. uh, ten point nine. They batted. <laughs> that, that was their run rate. So they scored one eighty six off seventeen. And yeah. uh, the might of Warsaw fell uh, 16 runs short. So um, it's entertainment plus, Vaughny. That sounds yeah, to me like that's a jazz ball ball. That's yeah. what that yeah. sounds like. The real yeah. deal. What's the skipper yeah. called? Aaron. Is he called again? Aaron Kumar. Yeah. And, yeah, so they they were, what, five? So he, he was down to bat at eight and didn't get a hit mm. and then didn't bowl. So, But he's clearly a, a strong tactician. Aaron, we could call it arse ball. You know, uh, you know Aaron, arse ball. <laughs> yeah, love it, love it. Arse ball. Now, gentlemen, we have broken, I think there's another record for not talking um, international cricket. We're up to 14 minutes and 18 seconds. Uh, but let's get into this. You were talking socials. Vaughny, I really enjoyed you during the week on Twitter. It's always a delight. And I put a little something on social because I brought a little tear to my eye because I finally realised that you are becoming an Aussie, mate. Um, and it was that wonderful tweet you sent to Piers Morgan when it's obviously dawned on you that he is a flog. 
Um, <laughs> and, you know, I'll get you in a Cobra. We'll get you a dry as a bone. Welcome to the family. Um, Pierce tweeted, England cricket fans who turn on players like Root whenever they get out to an aggressive shot need to give their traditional old wizened heads a massive wobble. Baz Ball is br- brilliant, good, bad whatsoever. You wrote, utter rubbish, Pierce. <laughs> The skipper doesn't bazball. He plays the situation. Joe is far too good to gift India such a cheap wicket 20 minutes into a crucial day when they are down to 10 players. Sport is about changing styles at the right time. Uh, Vaughny, everything you've been saying for the last two or three weeks has been absolutely bang on. Did you mm-hmm. hear back from Piers? Well, yeah, I, only last night. So I was out in a, uh, the village with a, a mate and he said, oh, God, you, you, you riled Piers. I said, oh, I, I actually... Uh, I haven't seen anything since. So, no, he, he quote tweeted you back about an article that or a comment I've made about Joe playing that shot last summer and how great he is and how good he is at playing it. And I was like, well, yeah, that, that's okay to send it back. But let's be honest. I mean, when you're up on top in a game, you can do what the fuck you want. <laughs> when you're 226 behind on day three in India, I, I, I guess you can say, I, mean, I think it was Merv Hughes, wasn't it, back in the day, sometimes you get a good one. And, and Joe did get a good one. <laughs> you know, he just top of off stump and he, he snicked it to, to second slip. I mean, it, it happens in the game, doesn't it? But I guess um, <laughs> I, I guess the, the way Piers, Piers, I love his uh, social media content because he's always, uh, he's always active, isn't he? Now, mm-hmm. I always look at his Arsenal comments. Every time Arsenal lose a game, Arteta gone, yeah. gone. Yeah. I, I, I think he's emotionally invested in cricket uh, more so than he is in his uh, Arsenal football team. But uh, I was right. End of. Yeah. <laughs> also, with that, um, what what Root did very cleverly is he shows he's not scared to play the shot to anyone. India have panicked. They're now they they're saying resting, but yeah. it looks like they may drop Bumrah. So it's actually very clever yeah, from go down to come back yeah. to three two. Very, very, very good point, Ollie. That's uh, yeah, well, well, well picked out. I mean, it's it's clearly frightened Bumrah, and that's why he won't be going to Ranchi. So yep. maybe this is the tactic. This is the tactic of England. I mean, two one down with two to play, so they've got India exactly where they, they want them. It's exactly what happened in the Ashes last year. This England team is all about entertainment, and it's all about you know making sure that everyone's watching this new style of cricket. Uh, and it's all a tactic, and they knew that if they got beat just uh, only only by a small margin of 434, uh, they would have India exactly in the panic stations that they've gone to, and they decided to drop Bumrah. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, talk, talk amongst yourselves. I need to plug my computer in. It's about to conk out, but let's discuss. I'll be able to hear you, and I'll, I'll be listening with well, interest. Well, the, um, sorry, sorry, Prof. Sorry, I was. You're about to bring up what Vaughn sent through to the group. This week, a little comment from Ben Stokes. Is that where you were going? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's that and much more to, as they say, <laughs> unpack about that uh, close loss to England. But you roll with what you want to go with and I'll keep listening and I'll plug my computer in. Let's have a little every chance because we're chatting England cricket that Gilly's not coming back, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, it was a good excuse for him to leave. <laughs> have a little listen now, to Ben Stokes you, there. Yes, yeah, so, Vaughan, you pointed out... Um, a little something that happened on Test Match Special. Um, very good podcast this week. I had a little listen to you and and the cat. Um, mm. Very informative. And you picked up on a little something that Stokesy said. The, 
the question to him, Vaughny, correct me if I'm wrong, was you're two to one down in the series, two to play, you can still win this thing. And then have you got it there, Ollie, what Stokes he said? Yeah, here we go. Just finally, you're two one down. There's two test matches to play, you can still win this series. Yeah, three two. Sounds good. A bit like the ashes. <laughs> Cheers, Ben. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Does Stokesy not know what the score was in the end? So the moral victory was just only a one-test victory. We're like 3-2, not yeah. like a 5 nil. I, I assume it was 5-zip. No, um, no, it was 3-2. It was 3-2, right. Mm. Is, that what, is that what is in the history books now in England? Yeah, when I mean, it, 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 the rules were changed. That if you're absolutely if, you, if you're absolutely hammering a team, uh, now you guys in Australia, I've obviously not been told this, but um, if you're hammering a team and it gets rained off, the team that are, are doing the hammering win that Test match. So Manchester <laughs> now is a victory, right? And England have won three two. Yeah. <laughs> they're on the have, verge have of winning. Told, have, you, have you not been told down under yet? I'll tell you someone who hasn't been told that's the person putting together the World Test Championship ladder because uh, I don't see acknowledgement of those victories for England. I see them parked pretty much down in the cellar. But uh, they'll fight back. They'll fight back. Um, A few other little interesting things post-match. Well, sort of post-match. I enjoyed uh, Duckett end of day three (laughs) saying, ah, we'll get him. It's only... What was it only five hundred odd? We'll get him. Come on, it's baseball. Um, well, his common I'll... prof, his common prof was actually um, how many's um, possible to chase, and his response was the more the merrier. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, went out and got four. So he obviously expected someone else to get him, or what was happening there? Well, I, I think interestingly. Um, Australia, obviously, they're just in the uh, the realms of a game against uh, New Zealand. I see, and Australia oh, yes. are, are, are in the field, and, and New Zealand ninety six for one after nine point five. So maybe Mitchell Marsh is going for that kind of theory that he, he wants New Zealand to get as many, the more the merrier. Maybe it's catching on. <laughs> it could be. It could be. They could get a big one. Those Kiwis. Um, nice to see. History runs deep in the mindset of the baseballers as well. Um, mm. That they are the first ones to be aggressive. Mm. It, I mean, but Ben, you'd say that you'd say that's correct, though, Gilly. I mean, and also what you don't understand, Gilly, is that Ben Duckett. I reckon this next week or so, probably, ooh, probably the day before the Ranchy Test, I think he's going to do a presser, and he, I think he's going to take credit for the way that you played. As well, <laughs> <laughs> and Clive Lloyd in 1974. <laughs> he, 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 was, he wasn't even born then, but he's going to take credit for it. <laughs> There's someone. Hey, yeah. it, go on. There is someone Gilly sent through who took a bit of uh, grievance with it. Michael Clark, who's um, over here, Vaughn. Yeah. Like, he, he speaks a lot of sense a lot of the time, never in trouble. So he's got it bang on. And he said, um, he must have missed Australia for 20 years. Has he heard of Matthew Hayden, Michael Slater, Ricky Ponting, Damian Martin? Thought he was going to forget Adam Gilchrist, but there he is, an Adam Gilchrist. England is not the first team to play aggressive or bat positively. Clark, he's now having a go at our Ben Duckett. 
I wouldn't mess yeah, with Clarky. I, I saw some CCTV footage that tells me. <laughs> yeah. hey, Clarky, come on, Clark. we, we don't want we don't want Clarky with his top off. Yeah, and orange string. Yeah. Well, hey, you put up that Gilly. You put up that picture about the most aggressive hundreds in the history of touring players in India, and I believe it was one A Gilchrist that has the fastest. Is that right? Mm. Eighty-four balls. Yeah, I saw that on on the um, on the Instagram uh, and on social media. Um, I saw it because I put it up there. I posted it. <laughs> I thought it should be no, uh, no. I, I didn't. I, I did gather that from someone who thought it be appropriate that Ben realizes it was a fine innings. He played a wonderful eighty-eight ball hundred uh, in Indian conditions, which was the third fastest ever against India in India. Um, but I. Yeah, astounding. Nineteen seventy-four. Jeez, talk about being before your time. Big, the big super cat, Clive Lloyd, mm-hmm. off what was it? Eighty-two balls or something, or eighty-four? Eighty-five. Eighty-five. I think I think because Clive Lloyd played for Lancashire in the county championship game. You know, that's where he obviously learned absolutely um, how to play that style. Um, you obviously spent a bit of time here in the nineties playing for Australia in the nineteens, Gilly. Yep. So yep. you learn all your skills and your mentality in England. You know, it's nothing to do with, you know, Sydney or Western Australia, wherever you played all your junior cricket. But, you know, you've got to – now is probably the time to thank England for, for giving you that mentality <laughs> and that skill set. I'll tell, I'll tell you what England gave me. You're right about opportunity that young Aussies getting people from all around the world go playing cricket in England. I went there as a 17-year-old on a cricket scholarship. Uh, it was my HSC year, my year 12 years. So I had to do that by correspondence, uh, living in the attic uh, of an alcoholic club president. Um, there you go. Stairs like in Mork and Mindy where you pull down and go up into the roof. But um, was, was, okay. was, the, was, was, the, was the chair, was he a Southerton as well or? Was he a what, sir? A Southerton, was he a, a member of the, the, the Ollie family or? Uh, when, you said alcohol, when you said alcoholic, I just thought it might be. Well, I tell you what England gave me that year um, was 15 extra kilograms from the doner kebabs I was eating on the way home from the club when I was hammered and at the age of 17 and uh, and a mullet because Mark Waugh was proing for Essex and all I wanted was a mullet like Junior. So that, that's what England provided me for my cricketing development, and it actually held me in good stead, I reckon. Mm, there you, you go. Ollie and Vaughny, do you know about the Heathrow injection? Have you heard that term before? <laughs> no. So it's an Australian term. So a lot of people go and do you know, a gap year, gap six months in England, and when they return, everybody says they've had the Heathrow injection, mm. which generally speaking, as Gilly said, is about 15 kilos. <laughs> Happened to me. I think I was up around the fifteen to twenty kilo. I got the Heathrow bad. So, Gilly, without that that trip when you were seventeen, you wouldn't have been the player that you became. Is that correct? That that is correct. I'm I'm actually going to dance with seriousness for a moment here, Vaughnie and and gents. That that was without doubt the most important year of development in my life, both on and off the field. Uh, Independence living on the other side of the world, learning how to cook and get yourself from A to B, public transport, cook, all that cook, stuff. Cook, cook and. <laughs> yeah. 
how to how to find your way to the bottom of a pint when you're underage. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and then cricket wise, it was next level. Played in a very decent cricket league uh, against a lot of ex first class players, ex internationals. Dilip Doshi came across cool. him in a in a Saturday afternoon league match. That type of player. Um, but yeah, the cricketing experience was phenomenal and helped set me up for a great deal. So I'd have to agree with you, Vaughn, actually, in all seriousness there. Can you, can you just clip that up, uh, Ali, that uh, Adam Gilchrist has just credited England yeah. with his career? That would be the caption. And also, it's worth noting, Clive Lloyd, um, he did play in Scarborough. Um, I know you just want me to check in that. Um, so yeah, 1976, it was a, a Thursday, 26th of August, ODI game. Um Bowled by Derek Underwood for 20. Did hit a six, but um, it actually took him 27 <laughs> balls. Um, so, sorry, not a great mm-hmm. Clive Lloyd. Will you, mm-hmm. Hey, Ollie, tonight on your date, will you start talking about all the greats that have made tons at Scarborough? Is that yeah. one of your topics you'll bring up with this young lady? Yeah. Yeah, well, Viv Richards that day was 119 not out and got the chase done. So, um, he's one of the greats. Uh, yeah, I'm Just to put, put her in the mood. I just had a thought. <laughs> Next week, if you're sitting on screen, Ollie, not wearing a cap, we can assume the date went well. Oh, that's a very <laughs> maybe I very just make Wednesday to a date night. Next time, we will get into the trivia and um, go from there. But um, I know seven. Uh, you should just bring them on the pod. Just I offered. I, I offered. I genuinely offered. <laughs> it was no. It was a no. Okay, so before we move on from the Baz bollocking, if you don't mind, Vaughn, I noticed one thing that you said on Test Match Special, um, mm. which you said England need to be careful not to sound smug, which mm. was a lot of the Ben Stokes stuff. Him, Ben, you know, afterwards saying they don't regret any decisions they made in the game, that sort of stuff. So uh, do you, how close to being smug do you think they are? And Gilly, do you think they're sounding smug? Oh, I, I, I think this one way of playing is is, is, is exciting, but... You know, there's no sporting team in the history of sport never been able to change styles slightly. You can have your intentions to be aggressive. That's absolutely fine. You can have your intentions to try and whack the ball out of the park. That's your method. But ultimately, in, in particularly test match cricket against good teams, if you're not going to have the ability to change your style at certain times, that the situation of the game dictates that you shouldn't really be playing that style, um, I, I just think they're going to keep getting found out. That's my feeling. I think they're a better team than just playing this uh, swashbuckling style all the time. In the field, actually, when they're out there bowling, and they're doing a lot of it at the minute, um, they do change the style. They go on the attack at the right time. They go on the defensive uh, when a player gets in. So I'm just saying, can't you take that kind of mentality with the bat in hand? You know, on day three, when you're 226 behind and... Ashwin, unfortunately, wasn't there on that day. He ended up coming back on day five. But at the time, England didn't know that Ashwin was going to come back. But they certainly knew that they weren't going to have to face him in the first innings of their match. Pitch was playing fine. I don't think Test Match cricket has changed that much to think that in India, you bat as long as you can in the first innings. You certainly don't give your bowlers 71 overs rest and get bowled out cheaply. And you allow India another big lead in the first innings, thinking you can do what you did in the first test in Hyderabad week in, week out. It's just not possible. So I'm just saying to them, yes, have the aggressive mentality, but when it's not possible or when the situation dictates that you've just got to go down in the gears to just stay in the game, stay in the game. In India, it's about staying in the game. Unfortunately, even the great Aussie side that Gilly played in and 
magnificently captained by Adam Gilchrist in that uh, first test. I think it was Gilly back in 2004. Is that correct? 2004? Yeah. You know, the Aussie side, who, 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 who with the West Indies and probably the Invincibles back in the day, are the three teams that everyone talks about have been the great teams of, of any era. Now, the Aussie team back then, who did like to have a bit of a pop and play aggressively, went down in the gears to just play attritionally in India to win a series. Uh, I, I think the basketballers can take a little bit of a leaf out of that book. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, I, look, I, spot on, Vaughn. I think um, I think the guy that, well, on that 04 tour, we, we went negative to be offensive, defensive to be offensive. That was a whole change of tactics for us. But uh, the guy that I think that has been able to disrupt, if you like, to an extent, which is what sort of baseball, I guess, as a philosophy has been, um, Rishabh Pant out here in Australia a couple of years ago, within inning, individual innings, he was having... 15-minute periods where he was basballing, doing, you know, just absolutely taking the Aussies on. This is in Test career, uh, totally almost um, ambushing them, taken by surprise, get 30 runs in 10 minutes, 12 minutes or something. And then when Australia tried to adjust, he would just adjust and, and just play a patient game again. And then and then he'd just attack again at certain times. So he went well and truly up and down the gears. The other thing I think where... Um, we're just listening to the commentary, particularly earlier on when they started um, scoring heavily, the basketball you know, t- term um, turned up, uh, was about we're not really interested in winning, we're more about entertaining. And that's great for us who can sit back and, and um, we're impartial observers, but... I reckon people are going to start to want them to win soon. And you made the point last week, Vaughnie. I want to see the basketballers win something and win something significant. Um, so I think, you know, loss after loss, and, and I said in jest about the bot being at the bottom of the World Test Championship, um, that they'll, they'll need to get some results soon and find a way to get some results soon. And they may believe that that philosophy is the only way they can play, but... They're going to need to start winning soon because people get sick and tired of losing and results start to get affected, individuals get affected. And, you know, if, if, if a great player like Joe Roots sees a decline come down, by way of example, it, it's going to be a bit of a challenge for him. Gilly, I, I, I'll just bring to you, gentlemen, it's almost as if the, the basketballers have put a bit of a trance over some of the commentary as well. I mean, it, it's kind of this, uh, this, this kind of method. It, it's a little bit of a cult. And they've mm. got a, a massive cult following. Even the commentator, I mean, Nick Knight came out with a beautiful line in the uh, the Indian second innings. India were 496 ahead on day four. And Nick Knight said, oh, England deserve a lot of credit for this. <laughs> I've lost oh, their mind. Oh. It was a wonderful line. 
That wonderful is, yeah. line. So even the commentaries, it, it, it's, it's kind of got people thinking and talking of, of England positively all the time because it's the way that they play. But ultimately, I, I, I don't think sports ever change. It's about who wins at the end of the series and who lifts the trophy. Yeah. 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 With on oh, that, did you? Taking, yeah, taking credit. Um, well, you can see why because Jimmy Anson's played however many tests, and it's the first time you know he's ever been hit for three sixes in a row. Jisball did that to him, so England have done um, good <laughs> stuff there. But I actually have a serious question, which is quite rare, and this is um, for, for both of you. At the same time that was going on, there was a belting test match uh, for a long time at Hamilton. And during that, there's another number four batsman who I think is one of the greats who knuckled down and got it done for him side with Kane Williamson. Out of the two of them, end of careers or even now, who are you having? Because their numbers are ridiculously similar. 33 years old, um, Roots played more tests, similar runs, bit better average uh, for Kane. If you had one of them in your side, who would it be? Because quite contrasting styles and it, and it, and it shows. And one's uh, obviously led his team to a brilliant Good question. Uh, I'll start. I, I, I'm, I'm still going Joe Root. I just think Joe's, uh, and, and it's not just that I'm, I'm from the same town and the same club and uh, know his family, but I just think with Joe Root and the way that he plays, when he's at his best and, and he's playing pure, I think he's up there with the best players to watch. And also he bowls a few tweakers. You know, so I want Joe Root in my team. He's uh, catching well as well, usually. Um, so I am going Joe Root. Yeah. I'd probably go Steve Smith. <laughs> he's an opener. Of course he's. Ah, geez. Oh, look, I, I don't know. I never, never like to play these hypotheticals. I don't really, really care too much to compare, uh, even within eras, uh, let alone against eras. But um, let's. Oh, Jesus, they've both so been, so, they've both been so successful against all types of bowling too, haven't they? In mm. all conditions, I think they're. I, I guess. Uh, well, you might be. Has, Root hasn't scored a Ashes hundred in Australia, has he? Not uh, yet. He will do next uh, I, next time. He'll, he'll get. He'll get off forty balls and say up yours, Vaughny. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah uh, has Kane scored a ton here in yeah, Australia? I don't know, Ollie. I'm going to see. You can see you're shaking your head there as you tap away on your keyboard. But, yeah, I'm just, um, I'm just having a look there. Um, they're not. He had a tough, a tough tour last time here. I know that. Yeah. But, um, oh, we're getting parked too much there. Look, I'll, I'll just be devil's advocate and take Kane. Two hundred okay, against. Can I can I toss up a player that I would take? It's a young well, man way, called Kane, Kane. Played for Yorkshire as well. Just to let you know. Oh, excellent. Okay. There you go. Can I toss up a player I would take? Over everybody, yeah. Sean Von Berg, mm. young man, young left arm finger spinner out of South Africa, yeah. thirty-seven years of age. Debut, debut, beautiful to watch. I I sat down for three hours on Friday afternoon and watched that New Zealand South African test, and I just wanted. It is Von Berg. Have I got that right, Ol? Yeah, not not for a hundred. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He didn't get a wicket, so he got none for 40 in the first innings <laughs> and none for 60 in the second. I just sat hoping for this guy to get a wicket. Um, he was nowhere near, sadly. But, um, you know, for all this talk of South Africa B, Von Berg, he got to go. Yeah. He, for the rest of time, he'll have his little protea hat, and I think it's a good thing. Hey, out of the back of that, that series, and obviously it was under strength, the South African T20 League was at – Absolute success. 
big good crowds, good viewership. Was the right call made? Well, they 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 they've got it right for their own uh, yeah. system because they they need to um, create their own revenue streams because they they're not trusting that they're going to get the handouts from the ICC. So um, yeah. I, I think absolutely South African cricket has made the yeah. right call for their own product. But uh, you know, let's be honest when. You're sending a second team, or you could argue a third team, to New Zealand for a test tour. There's a, a little bit of a warning sign there for test cricket in the game. Yeah, yeah. But I tell you what's going to be interesting. You see that Noor Ahmed got suspended by the ILT20 because he didn't re-sign with them because he wanted to play in the South African T20 comp. He went and signed with the uh, what are they, the Durban Dolphins or whatever they're called, or one of those teams. Um, so he's been flicked. So there's already there's already been cannibalisation of poaching players, but now they're possibly the first signs that there's going to be uh, sort of infringement notices put on players or they're going to be banned from certain leagues. So it, it could implode over time. And Tesco may well just be that slow-moving sort of machine that always remains so resilient and survives all these different attacks, but 50-over cricket way back or... Um, T20 cricket initially. Do you know what I think we should do on the pod? And I, and I know we mentioned it uh, on one of our first. Uh, how many episodes have we had now? 47. I remember talking about the Mexican Premier League that we were going to produce. Mm. Maybe what we should do on this pod is, is produce our, you know, Romania. We could have a league there, Mexico. Just to, you know, like the supermarket game when Lidl arrived and Aldi. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can be like that, but the, the T20 leagues. Yeah, just come out and we could sell the franchise. Just sell the franchises for like twenty quid. No. Give people the opportunity to own a franchise. Yeah, All right. right, it's a good idea. Five over T five. Yeah, T five. Yeah, just, just create our own league. Yeah, create our own product as well. Ollie. Good thought. Yeah. T eight. T eight of the world. Hey, yeah. if you guys were captain of that side of that New Zealand side, and you finally beat South Africa, and and there is it, you know, for the first time, record history. Sorry, history was made. Would you be celebrating or would you be a bit like, eh, wasn't really the top side? Um, I guess you'd celebrate a win. A win's a win, but, you know, I think oh, they'll, they'll know, won't they? They're not. The Kiwis are the most fun. That's why it surprises me. I talked about the smugness of um, a little bit of the England comments. You know, Baz McCullum is a Kiwi. The all-black method is humble. Mm. You know, saying nothing, just straight back, straight back. So it's uh, it does surprise me some of the comments. Now the Kiwis will just uh, they'll have a few glasses of their nice their nice grapes, yeah. no doubt from uh, down there. But oh, they'll know they've beaten a side that uh, is not quite got their best players in it. Maybe that smugness of the English is is um, Stokes, but oh, hang on, no, he's Kiwi as well, isn't he? <laughs> um, yeah. So, <laughs> is there any English in that team? There's- yeah, we got a couple. We got yeah. a couple. Yeah. Joffre Archer? No. <laughs> hey, um, the that wasn't the only test match taking place. Obviously, the Australian women, they were taking on South Africa in Perth. Yeah. Um, big win, to say the least. They won by an innings and 284 runs. Uh, Annabelle Sutherland, 210. I saw quite a bit of this as well. Amazing innings. Um, on the same day that her brother was taking five for 51 for Victoria. <laughs> so that's... Not bad for their mum and dad to celebrate that. Um, and the other interesting fact, which I'm sure you guys are aware of, was uh, Alyssa Healy 
joined uh, an interesting club, which is the where your highest score is 99 in international cricket. Um, and she became the first husband and wife partnership mm. where both players' highest score is 99. How's that for a stat? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Thanks, guys. Wow, I didn't realise you'd not got 100. Wow. Yeah. And there was another field uh, story, yeah. wasn't there? The championship was um, Will Pukowski, first ton in three years. Um, still saying the dream is still alive for Australia. Obviously, he's had some serious concussion um, issues and other things, and he uh, nearly gave up on the game, but very classy 131 for Victoria. Um, which oh, Ollie, um, I, I think Will's coming to play county cricket. I think I saw that he'd signed for Leicestershire. So yeah, once great. he comes to England, he plays. I think he'll kickstart his career. Yeah, yeah, and then that's it. And then he has to thank England. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> get him to Scarborough. Get him to Scarborough. Yeah. Uh, the Aussies, they uh, well, they, I mean, knocked over South Africa for what seventy odd on day one, and then were in a bit of little bit of uh, trouble at three for three for spit. But uh, very solid fight back. They're they're too good. I reckon there's any number of women in that top eight that could bat in any one of those positions. They're such an all-round talent. I guess that's a, a sign of a lot of modern women's cricketers due to T20 being their, what's really fast-tracked it up. Um, they're all pretty versatile cricketers, but uh, uh, well played. That was excellent. Ollie, yes. Ollie, can I give you some advice just on your date tonight, your first date? Don't mention three foot and spit, Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was I was actually thinking of just reading that poem we did. Do you remember a few months back um, from Mr. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Crow's, Mr. Crow's wife? <laughs> yeah, I might do that one. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty to take a girl on trivia first date because what if she realised you're stupid? The only, she... thing the only thing I realized, wouldn't be doing that. Well, no, I know the quiz host, so I had the answers sent over. So it's actually a very clever. Oh, good play. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. But obviously, if she's a robot, she'll know all the answers as well. So that's <laughs> well, that doesn't really work. Hey, Olive, have you got an Australia v New Zealand T20 update for us quickly? That is taking place oh, while we are. Yeah. One hundred seven for one. Yeah, of fifteen. Of fifteen. <laughs> um, Ratchin Ravindra is. Oh Canadian. wow! Sixty-two off thirty-one, six sixes. Ratchins hit so far. Yeah. And apparently, yeah. Yeah, it must, must be a tricky deck. Yeah, there at Wellington. And Conway couldn't get a run against the South African third grade, but he's 62 or 44 at the minute. Oh, wow. So, uh, good on him. Ah, we'll chase him down. Mitch Marsh at the helm will be fine. Hey, um, hey no, Smith. A- no Smith. Oh, okay. In that lineup. No, so they line up their best picked 11. I think it might be. No, surely you don't. Do you put Smith in your top eleven T Twenty side? Look at what happened when we didn't put him in the last one. No, uh, in the last well, unless, he, unless he opens. Yeah, he's not going to open, is he? No. I'll tell you what, that looks powerful though. If you're looking at a lot of the T Twenty teams now, I think there's some real power in all yeah. the teams. You know, the West yeah. Indies, obviously, England have got a good team. You have got New Zealand who. They've got a load of power, and then obviously the Aussies. Oh. Everyone's really like, the days of having a, a rebuilding kind of player in the middle is gone. You just got to yeah. have all the power. And if Smith's going to play for Australia, I think he has to open. And if he's not open, I don't think he plays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in that middle there order. you go. 
Heard it here first. All right, go the Aussies. Hey, um, you've got here. I've got here that there is a sponsor update. Ollie, has somebody oh. jumped yeah. on board? Yeah, um, I won't name in case the contract's not signed in time. But uh, for a couple of shows, <laughs> the next two shows, um, and it's a real sponsor in the sense, you know, we need a, this may not be signed because there are approvals. We have to get the scripting done, but they're they're a biggie. They uh, they are in. They're on a fair few sport podcasts all over the world. Um, and uh, it's exciting. I'm excited for a couple episodes. Smash them out of the park with some good guests, and uh, they could be on for a while. So good times. Oh, Ollie, can I just bring to your attention, you just said we've got a real sponsor, so you're saying the sponsors that we've had previously are not real? <laughs> yes. Well, they're just yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm interning at all of the ones so far, um, so that's been, you know, it's been that sort of way about it. nepotism. This one I've had nothing to do with. They approached us. It was no cold calling. Yeah, let's just say there hasn't been a lot of invoices paid yet, Vaughny. We we are chasing them. We are definitely. I tell Cluj that. It doesn't matter now because we're now a hat company that's that tour Europe, um, European cities. Any any update on our collaboration with uh, from the cheap seats and our t-shirt line? Yes, we we have been in touch. They've actually um, we're just talking to them, and they've done a little design for you had your moral victory and um, the cheap seats. We said we'll get some designs done, but they have designed a first draft for uh, for Vaughny, and it uh, it basically is just a double B, and it just says Basbald. So um, they've made you up one. We're going to have a look at that. But I think that's uh, that's one. And the one I think you wanted, Gilly, was harder than, what was it? Uh, a wet dog Tuesday deck in Yorkshire or something like that. Was, uh, <laughs> that yeah, yeah, we've got to get that in there. Yeah. I scored 100, I yeah. scored 100 on a Tuesday night. I heart BB oh, and his yeah. basball. They've designed up for us. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I think yeah. we also, we need to approach Jim Maxwell to get a basbollocks one. I think yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, with his head and just Baz Bollocks. I think that'd be great. Well, hey, you should write in, send us at Club Prairie Fire. If you've got an yeah. idea for a T-shirt for us, something that we always say on the pod, maybe I went to Brian Lara's party and survived. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, good vision you sent through, Vaughny, that drone shot. Oh, did he no. did that looks yeah, like a decent that, party that, there. It, it was professionally done, but, uh, you know, not as professional as uh, we would have liked. We'd have liked that drone to just kind of fly around the house and just snip into <laughs> the bar and into the kitchen and then into uh, the, the master suite just to see what's happening. Uh, but, yeah, marvellous, marvellous, marvellous scenes in, uh, in Trinidad. Very yeah. good. All right, we will get there next year. Hey, guys, we are, we're running out of time here. Yeah. I'll... Yep. Have you got trivia? Is it a who am I? Is it questions? What do you got for us? It's 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 trivia. It, it's wordy. I'm trying something new, so just bear with me, okay, guys? Um, but we're going to try and explain it. And it's confusing because it's higher or lower again. But in cricket, higher right. or lower is funny because you know it's higher up the order, but the number goes the other way. So it's a little bit confusing. But we're gonna we're gonna try it. Okay. The theme this week is records because of England's record defeat. Um, not India's record win. Um, England's record defeat, so we have that record. I've gone through your records. Okay, so on Crick Info, there's a tab that says records in test matches, and it just lists everything you've done when you're in the top, basically 50 for doing something amazing. Okay, so what I'm, I'll read the question one, and then it will hopefully make more sense. Um, but it's basically records within the all-time lists. So number one. Gilly's eighth wicket partnership of 135 with Brett Lee versus New Zealand in 2001 is the 37th highest eight wicket partnership. 
ever. Again, history of the game. Mm. Is that higher or lower than Vaughan's third wicket partnership of 267 in 2001 with Graham Thorpe? So Gilly is 37th in the all-time list. Is Vaughan higher for third wicket or lower? And Vaughan Bruce is higher, lower. Um, <laughs> Two six seven third wicket. Two six seven. Gillies with one hundred and thirty five for eighth wicket. With Binger, who scored all the runs in Gilly? Probably him. He swung like all flapping in the breeze. Where was it at? Um, where was it? Somewhere against New Zealand. Um, that's all I can remember. I like that. Vaughny, who scored all the runs? Go me higher, higher. I I reckon there's been more. There's been thirty-seven higher scores than Vaughny's partnership at the third wicket. So I'm I'm saying mine's higher. So you're saying your so you're saying this is the give you, So you're saying your number is lower it's because you're higher up the list. Yes. I reckon Vaughan's partnership would be lower than 37th, like it's 38th or 9th or yeah, 40th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, and you're yeah. saying the same? I'm going with the same, Olive. By the way, okay, this no. crazy shit. So, we <laughs> <laughs> so lower means actually number-wise higher. Gilly, you're 37th. Vaughan, you're 38th. You're both correct. It was one off. There were yes. 37th. Yes. The one point each. Yes. Okay. Now we know the scoring system. We're going to fly through this. Vaughney's 1,481 runs in a calendar year is 11th in the all-time list. Is that higher or lower than Gilly's record for the most runs scored by a wicketkeeper when he got 204 not out? So Vaughney, 11th calendar year. This is very confusing. Uh, I reckon Gilly's in the top 10. So whatever I have to say, higher or low, because it's really confusing. <laughs> I agree. So you think Gilly's, let's just go better or worse. Do you think Gilly's better? Let's do that. Gilly. Better. Yep. Twenty eleventh. Gilly better. eighth. That's the eighth highest score by a wicket keeper. Correct. Two yeah. all. Two all. Oh, okay. What's the highest? Um, don't know. Haven't gone that far. Number three. Gilly hit. Uh, Gilly hit eight sixes in an innings, which has him sixteenth in the all-time list for most Test sixes in an innings. Is that better or worse than Vaughney's 51 tests as captain? So, he, Vaughney, 51 tests. Have there been more captains? Uh, have there been more, more test match captain by players? Vaughney's higher, like up the list. Vaughney's better than 16th, yeah. okay? Yeah. Vaughney's agrees or yeah. what are you thinking? No. You I'm, think- I'm going the other way, whatever I have to say. Okay, say worse. 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 Gilly, 16th. Vaughney, 15th. Gilly's correct. It's close. 3-2, Gilly. 3-2. Next one. Vaughney's 600s in a calendar year has him 6th in the all-time list. Is that better or worse than Gilly's 96 consecutive matches for Australia? So... How many basic consecutive games for Australia? Gilly the 96. Do you think there are more or less than six who have played that many in a row for their country? No. No. I don't think. I don't. No. No. So you're both. So is that better or worse? (laughs) Yeah, we're both agreeing with each other. All right. So Vaughn is sick. Gilly is eighth. There have been seven 
ahead of Gilly, who have played more than 96 in a row. So still 3-2. Yeah. That would be an interesting list. And is that 96 from debut or just 96 consecutive tests? 96, uh, I believe, consecutive. Most consecutive matches for a team, individual. Your eighth first place is 159 from Cook. Yours were 99 to 2008. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Was, Nathan Lyon was 100 consecutive, wasn't he? he? Was, Gary? Yep. Then McCullum, 101. Gavaskar, 106. Mark Waugh, 107. Board, 150. He got dropped on, didn't he? Um, he there you go. On Ashes somewhere. 2013, I reckon. There you go. Uh, I thought they were celebrating that. 100 in a row for Nathan Lyon. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah, right. There you go. Three, three, two. Last question. God, this is a good one. Gilly is 45th in the list of <laughs> highest totals without conceding a bye when the mighty England scored 551 for six in Adelaide. Um, well, yeah. well kept. Um, is, is 45th higher or lower than Vaughney's 69 innings it took him to reach 3,000 test runs? Vaughney would be higher up the list. He'd be better. Okay, you think Vaughn did it then no. the 45th? No, I'm going the opposite. I'm going the opposite. Vaughn's going the opposite? Whatever, Gilly's the, whatever the word is. <laughs> Gilly's 45th. Vaughn, 46th. We have a tiebreaker. It's what everyone wants. Oh, ding, ding, ding. It's real. I hope we'll put a ball on this. What a, what a barn burner. Okay. So <laughs> when, you, when you hit the records tab, if you've done a record which you basically own, it gives you your own page, and you're both on there for the same thing. And we've mentioned this before. It was the fact you've both got 100 and a duck in a test match. Okay. So much so, Vaughn yeah. has done it twice. But the weirdest thing for you, yeah, the 100 ducks. So the question is, who got the bigger 100 when they got that 100 in the test match? Vaughn or Gilly? Whose was higher? I'm going me. Yeah, Vaughn, for sure. So that, have- with a tiebreaker, you kind of need to do it yeah. that they. It's coming. It's coming. It was 144. Good, good, keep going. 144 for Gilly. Vaughn got 100 on a dot, but then he did 183 in that one. Oh, that was going to be my tiebreaker. Was what was the score? <laughs> right, it's a tie. It's the first ever tie. You might have heard something pop. That was a cork on my tequila bottle. Bearing <laughs> yeah, that over. I tried something new. Hey, Ollie, you've got to try these things. You never know. Um, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I was the viewer. So <laughs> congratulations. I thought yeah, it was great. Right <laughs> all right, time for the toast. That's all that left. that's left, Gilly. Take us home. Yeah, look, I'll say um, well done. Good effort on the um, on the quiz there, I'll Hopefully hopefully it better perform tonight with um, with Maddie from Addy. Thanks. Um, look forward to seeing whether you're – going nude nut next week with no cap or what, what, whether it's going to take more dates. But, uh, hey, a quick cheers, a toast to Virat and Anushka on the arrival of their their young boy, RK, is it? Is that his name? Anyway, hmm. whatever it is, congratulations. Cheers. Cheers. All right. All right, very good. That was Club Prairie Fire. Just a reminder on all socials, you can find us at Club Prairie Fire. Uh, That's with an extra I in the word Prairie. Uh, That's Twitter, Instagram, X, and make sure you like (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just a bit of Dutch courage for the day. (laughs) Oh, it's the Tabasco. Yeah. 
Oh, um, yes, what, what, what you wearing for the day, just out of interest? I'm glad you've. I've actually got um, a posh one that only comes for special occasions. It's it's by Replica. Um, yeah, it's it's genuine real. It's like Sex Panther in in uh, Anchorman. It's sort of that sort of style. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> decided to give you it a get, it's, that, it's, that, it's that posh. I've never even heard of it. I know it, it's it is it is it is a good one. I did wonder if maybe I let you guys come to the one dress me to choose my outfit for tonight but maybe that's second date we can go for that <laughs> oh that's a good shout you could walk us into your wardrobe live on the pod yeah i think and yeah. we could pick outfits if there's a second date yeah. i like that if there's a second you one, know the other one we should do at some point is we put an earpiece in ollie and we each <laughs> take it in turns to tell him what to say to her oh yeah if you want me to drop in any that's words, a good one feel free <laughs> Yeah, back to that, that old uh, original one from one of the early apps about getting salt around the rim. That's right. <laughs> That's a shirt, Ol. That's a shirt. <laughs> All right. Thank you, gents. We will see you next week. Uh, same bat channel, same bat time. We'll see you soon. Australia's fighting back Cheers, too. Cheers, guys. Adios. Thanks for watching. I cannot believe you made the end, but glad you did. Chuck us a like and also subscribe so we can get some sponsors.